you want to do like a song and dance for bees? Yeah. Oh, because today's his birthday. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All of the bees. Wow. Happy birthday, dear Beesball. Beesball. Happy day of birthday. We're Not Dead. A podcast about a story of survival. Welcome to episode 59 yes. Yes, of We're Not Dead, the official community podcast for We Are Live. I'm your host, Brittany Brahma Rocker Rocker, but Sex McGee cannot join us this week. That's so sad. I know. And then there's Nick. Yeah, who cares about him? Yeah, we um, don't have a guest this week because we figured you guys loved listening to us so much. Yeah, then we coordinated to a little too late and I sort of... Shit sprung it on someone at like the last minute like um i'm moving tomorrow <laughs> i like, have oh. a life to live uh yeah you go ahead and get that roof over your head we'll you we'll talk to, we'll talk to you in a little bit <laughs> we need to take a moment and wish beesball the editor of this podcast the man that is behind all of the uh action a very merry happy birthday happy birthday Happy birthday. How you are now like are 55 now? years old. How old are you now? You look like a cow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, we have an episode to discuss. We do. We do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like this was a... I'm personally enjoying these episodes. Yes, um, I like However, them. the only downside to these is that the forums are dead. Mm. Yes, dead as a doornail. I think we had maybe 10 pages at the time of this podcast, and usually yep. there's about five or six we're not dead threads or pages, and like at least 20 sometimes, more or less, you know, yeah. on the official. So, needless to say, this will be a short, sweet, wonderful wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, episode, but we will squirt it out for you. <laughs> squirt. All right, so I guess the first topic I have up here is... uh. The main cock block of the episode, Pegs. <laughs> oh. oh, man. You know how it was like all positive on Pegs last week and whatnot? Uh-huh. Oh, I want to choke a bitch. She oh, a my hate- God. Is she how the heaviest bitch this time? She's the, the one this this week. Oh. <laughs> I know. Okay, but you know something I want to take away from this is when Michael was talking to, uh, who was he talking It was Puck, Puck. right? Puck, yeah. yeah, about his arm. He seemed really like casual about it, and I don't know if that's just Michael's personality. He's like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't tell you about this, this old thing. Oh, well, I was reaching through a door, and it wasn't like, you know, oh well, my god." Yeah, oh. And it, the other thing that's so interesting about it is that uh, he is so nonchalant about it now, but he didn't tell, to the best of our knowledge, at least, he didn't tell anyone at the tower. So yeah, it's so nonchalant to the to this Puck guy, who you know, relatively speaking, we barely know, but he obviously knows mm-hmm. him better. It just was like, oh, yeah, by the way, X, Y, Z. Like, hey. Yeah. Come so, on, a little foreplay. <laughs> Watch, it's going to be <laughs> Take like. Take me to dinner first. I know. It's going to be like, I stuck my hand through a door and it got stuck. <laughs> I put my hand through a door and, and then I wanted to like 
get that little prize. It was, you he know was like, how? he was playing a claw game. Uh, he put his hand through the door and he was trying to get the prize and wouldn't let go of it. He broke his arm. God, that'd be so funny. I would love <laughs> for that to happen. That'd be like the ultimate troll besides this one we got this week. So yes, Pigs yeah. was a troll. You know, he was like, yeah, I got my arm through the door. And then Pigs was all like, Michael. And then of course, Michael was then going on to his, Pigs was about to say something, but then he got interrupted. So anyway. Yeah, so at least it was turned about as fair plays. Like, you know, I want to apologize for the way I acted that other day. I want to do this. I want to do that. Now, you know what? Bert cock-blocked you, Pegs. So there. So there. So let's read what the forum has to say about Miss Little Pegs. Miss Little Peggy. <laughs> probably nothing good. <laughs> mm. Well, we have a theory from Merlin, 1274. Pigs probably wanted to apologize to Michael about the other day. Working in the field gave her some old feelings of Michael from there. From there, time to time. Hardcore says, It was nice to see her trying to reconcile a bit. We don't know exactly what she wanted to say, but it sounded like she was trying to soften the blow she gave Michael earlier, which is a good thing. She got to tell him off for all the frustration he put her through, but wants to at least keep things amicable. I know I'm getting all of this from a partial sense that she didn't get to finish, but that's the feeling I got. I agree. I agree. I agree. We have something from Pike Paw, that Canadian. That Canadian. That Canadian. Puck is hands down one of the best wingmen on the planet. Also, fuck you, pigs, <laughs> friend Casey, for cutting off a story everyone wants to hear. So much speculation. One thing is certain. A door was involved. Michael, for the sake of your arm, I shall wreak, wreak ter- terrible vengeance on every door I can. <laughs> fuck you, doors. Damn straight. Yeah. You, wreak you kill all those Canadian <laughs> doors. Um, and then we have a little thing. I'll call it a thing. You can decide what it is for yourself. From Grognard. Grog. Am I saying that right? Uh, I, can I, I start, you know, I'm going to start calling this person Gord. Because I have Gords in my apartment right now. Because this right. is the season. So Gord says, <laughs> There is a history of characters talking a big game and failing to deliver on execution. She was a florist. Do we have any evidence that she really knows anything? I am not an expert on this, but I think I remember an estimate of one acre of established garden can feed ten people. Figure an acre is about 220 by 220. I do not want to nitpick every little thing in the story. I am open to a lot of disbelief slack, but I do look at patterns, and talking big and failing to deliver seems to be one. So I am stuck without knowing if it's a bug or a feature. And there is not really a comment on that. So I would say that's more of a feature. I, 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 you know, just seeing how detailed and how much research goes into everything else that Casey does with the show, I think mm-hmm. that people doing this sort of stuff, it's a personality trait. It's not meant to be uh, a mistake like, oh, yeah, no, Pegs can totally farm for 400 people at the colony and it'll all work out okay in the end. Yeah. You know, she's just overly confident in what she can accomplish. Uh, runs for the heck of it says now pigs wants to make amends with Michael. Seriously. I picture pigs throwing herself on her canopy bed, picking petals off of the daisy saying he loves me. He loves me not. Where's the shovel when you need it. And finally <laughs> PM chalk says, watch what happened to Michael's arm was some stupid mistake on his part and has nothing to do with Randy. And we all think this has been the biggest tease without any payoff. I will say I- that's most likely PMC Hawk. Yeah. What did I say? PM chalk PM chalk or something. Oh, my bad, dude. God, I'm fucking everyone's names up. PMC uh, Hawk, SC Bubba, Gord, you guys and your names. Why can't it be something easy like Brit? Yeah. Lizzie Fabre, who, by the way, ever since getting married to the man, very active on the forums. Oh, isn't that great? I love it. I love it no, when they're... they do their little, like, newlywed bicker. It's adorable. It's I love cute. those, too. Uh, we have two new opinions on CJ. Okay. 
First one comes from Ponies and Zombies. She does have it together. She is still a super manipulative bitch, though. I still really dislike her. <laughs> the next one oh, <laughs> comes from Gord. Did you hear CJ's voice? It wavers. This is when she's talking to Bert. Yes. Bert is Bert. CJ is thrown for a loop. She is so used to people ooing and aahing and falling all over themselves in her presence, she becomes unsteady. The closest she gets to her old self is the amputation comparison. I am sure Bert has seen Jaws and would have loved to play out that scene with just about anyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so let's get into the whole Bert and CJ conversation. I mean, we all know Bert was just kind of like figuring, okay, what are you doing about her? Nothing? All right, peace out, Boy Scout. Yep, that's that's pretty much that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, I don't have time for you. Fuck off, die. I, I love it. It's, you know, Michael even tries to be like, what? No. And then he gives in because he's going to get his way. Mm-hmm. And if I think CJ offered the opportunity for Bert to go scratch hunting, he'd probably take it and he would probably be okay with her then. Mm-hmm. She's not in the cars. Nope. Don't care. Done now. You are dead to me. Exactly. And I love how Bert stayed so true to his character. And I mean, Michael is still staying true to character too, but it's just, you know, he, it's Michael's character. He knows he has to adapt and become like a bitch for this. But Bert's like, fuck you, man. I I don't need nobody else but me. I'm going to go do my own thing. Yeah. But unfortunately for him, we've kind of seen what happens to him when he goes and does his own thing and it doesn't turn out well. And that's kind of sort of what I've been saying from a very long time ago is Bert doesn't survive his next encounter with Scratch. And yeah, I, I mean, at this point, what you know, I don't see. I, I I think was it before I said Bert was gonna die. I think I went on this stretch on We're Not Dead where I was so convinced Bert was gonna die. Bert was gonna die, or maybe it was the opposite. I don't remember. But anyway, <laughs> it was of, back it's in one the of the day. two. It's like, it, it was one of the two. You know, you live or you die. Six half a dozen. The other. It's, it's yeah, same, right? it's funny how that works. But I want to say it was that Bert was gonna die. Anywho. But uh, how? Yeah, now I totally see it happening again. It's like yeah, he goes, he kills Scratch, and then. Then what? He comes back, puffs his chest out, eats a sandwich, and then... As long as it's tuna, who cares? As long as it's tuna. Yeah. yeah I don't see him. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been saying it for a very long time that I don't think he makes it. And I do think that he is helpful in Riley making sure that Scratch shuffles off this mortal coil. But uh, mm-hmm. he he has a nice story arc, and it's going to end because Riley has the bigger problem. Yeah, sure. Again, Scratch screwed up his hand, and Scratch broke Shirley, and... Whatever. She kind of killed Riley's not so much boyfriend. Boyfriend. So. Eh. Yeah. I think she. I think she gets to to be the one to pull the trigger. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Okay. So now that we're kind of on this topic, Bert and Riley. Merlin twelve seventy four says, "Damn, Bert took off with Riley in tow. He sounded like he distrusts CJ." Mm-hmm. PMC Hawk, not Chalk. Says, I am so glad Bert and Riley took off without saying anything to anyone. I wonder if Bert took the 50 cal with him or left it once he finished. I love that he played CJ for the fool to find out where the cameras and traps were before leaving. Liam Carrington, in response to PMC Hawk, says, which is quite the contrary to the title of this chapter. I wonder who's going to leave next. The survivors then now on the survivalists. So who's going to survive? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, so on that topic, um, 
you know, it's kind of interesting with every new episode, it kind of adds girth, girth, <laughs> you know, it <laughs> supports. Oh, <laughs> uh, we haven't brought a meat and girth in forever. We haven't brought a meat and girth in forever. <laughs> that was a good revival. Uh, um, call of, back. The, of the title's meaning. So the meaning, the title is Unity Makes Strength. So people are now are saying, PMC Hawk, again, um, says it could be foreshadowing the fact that they aren't staying together and it's weakening themselves. Hardcore says, if unity makes strength, then the title is just shining a big old spotlight on the fact that the group is slowly breaking itself apart. Yeah, and again, like I said, I had said last week, I'm having a hard time understanding how what is about to happen here uh, makes any sense in terms of unity makes strength. Yeah, the it, it's shining a glaring light on what is not happening anymore, which is unity. Unless that he, unless Casey's thinking of it like you know. Saul and Victor and Lizzie, they're together. They're going to be strong on their own. And Riley and Bert are going to be strong on their own and fulfill this lifelong goal of killing Scratch. I mean, it's kind of a stretch to think that, but it's yeah. another way you could look at it. You could, but I I just think that's a stretch. Fine. Okay. Uh, we it's will a, move a, on. It's a good stretch. I feel warmed up now. I can probably like go for a run or oh, something. Oh, go away. So we oh. have the next topic, which is Tanya and Kelly. And uh, there's a few things to take away from the conversation they had. Um, the first one is that Tanya obviously ignores Kelly's question, why were you locked up? And she's like, do, 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 you know, subject change. <laughs> but uh, Nick, you Back pointed out. me. Yeah, Nick, you pointed out something that wasn't uh, yeah. spotted or called out on. And I'm, and again, I, I may have missed it. And if I missed it, I apologize. Um, but it's something as I was just re-listening to it uh, just before we started recording, um, Kelly, and, and it, in my one post that I put in the in the discussion thread, I was like, uh, you know, for, I had this inkling for just a little moment that maybe everyone that said that Kelly was working for the Maulers was right, because I don't know, it just seems like she's now got all this information, she could just funnel it right to scratch or whatever. And I would be like, oh, that sucks. And I was like, no, that can't be true because, you know, Kelly's proven her worth and whatever. And then I listened again and I heard Kelly say, Michael asked me to do this. And I was like, mm, no, I'm not I'm not sure that's true. Our conversation with Kelly and Michael, which we haven't really touched on yet, but the conversation with Kelly and Michael was Kelly saying, I want to help. I want to help. Can I be on your team? Can I be on your team? And he basically baits her into saying, you're uh, they, uh, I was wrong, you were right, and then that's sort of where the conversation ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't really go anywhere else, and then Tanya pulls out the, uh, Michael asked me to do this, and that doesn't sit right, because Michael didn't ask her to do shit. Right. So, yeah, we'd love to hear uh, what you guys think about that, because that's like a fucked up legitimate question. Yeah, and you know, it, that's usually the sort of stuff that we all catch on really, really quick on the forum, and have a 14 page long discussion about the ins and outs and semantics and just the tiny in in inflections there we go that's the word i'm looking for inflections i was like inflectuations what the hell's an inflection what's an inflectuation please let me know um (laughs) but yeah that's just something that caught my ear just this last time that i listened just before we started so um i don't know let us know what you think because i'm at a loss other than hmm that's interesting there you go. That's a good one. We have a few theories. One's from Witch Doctor. This is not regarding the whole uh, lie. The, the liar. We're just talking about. Yeah. Uh, Witch Doctor says, Tanya's been very busy with the journals. She has earned an honorary tinfoil hat. 
We see that they are written exactly as the narration. Kelly is helping her, but we leave before we can find out if she notices anything exciting. Tanya mentions that the suited zombie as if Kelly knows who she's talking about, but not the tattoos. So we'll have to wait and see if she recognizes anything about him. And if Bill Ink Roberts is the same as the web markings. Pikepaw says, does Tanya have the technology to laminate the info cards she is planning to give everyone? When you need your zombie zombie cheat sheet, the most is also when it is most likely to get messed up. Also, zombie cheat sheets are an amazing idea. Why is it taking someone this long to come up with? So Pikepaw's like, is she going to laminate the zombie card cheat sheets and give them to everybody? Yeah, just put it on a lanyard around your neck so that way as you're being eaten, you can look and go, oh, look, he got my neck. Check This is a big one. Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, the behemoth. He ripped my arm off and then he took my head off with it. mm Mm-hmm. And then another uh, theory that was kind of going around was now that Kelly, let's say she's clean, she's working for the good guys. Is she going to find out, is she going to put two together and be like, oh, so CJ, there's something up here. CJ wanted Saul's Newtons, and he pretty much said, <laughs> fuck you, bro. And that's that. You you would think that would make it into a journal at some point, but that's also, you know, not necessarily information that he would need to write down. Mm-hmm. That, you know, CJ tried to jump on my junk while we were sending Victor off into a water tank to potentially die. <laughs> oh, hey, Victor's finally gone about that. Boobies. Oh yes, boobies. Hear you. I I hear you now. I can, you said that in a very weird, construed manner. Um, I did. So, okay, yes. so here, boobies. So, there, thank you. We're all freaked out now. Um, <laughs> so, I guess. I mean, that's pretty much. Oh, epi 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 epi. Okay, she's <laughs> this person. <laughs> this is my he, new favorite game on this podcast. Give Brit, you know, I'm really bad at pronouncing Brit games. off with your Because I, I feel, I hesitate and I think too much about it. I'm always worried I'm going to pronounce him wrong. And go, lo and behold, we now have a new person on here named Gord. Because I can't pronounce their name. <laughs> uh, okay, so Epe, 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 Epe. See, I already fucked up. Um, said uh. when she started picking journals to, to transcribe, it did make me very nervous as to the fate of those characters. The ones who were chosen still have a lot of story to add, but I hope it doesn't mean that their time is running out. Tick-tock. Tick, yep. Tick-tock. And on that note, after talks of boobs and Fig Newtons and whatever, that's... Fig, did I say Fig Newtons either earlier when I was talking about Saul's nuts that CJ wanted? Uh, Something like that. Okay. I want to make sure that, like, reference made sense. Yeah. Anyway. I, I get the general idea. Thanks. Um, That's all I have for this episode. We had a couple emails if you want to talk on those. You can oh, do that. Can. I don't have them in front of me. Do you have them in front of you? Of course I have them in front of me. I'm prepared. <laughs> um, Peter Gambino uh, sent in an email. Great show, guys. Sorry about the poor grammar in last week's email. Um, uh, no worries. So, whatever. We screw up your name, so you can screw up your grammar, yeah, and we're just okay say. with it. Yep. Uh, Beg... <laughs> Peg's going to lose herself in the farm and leave Michael alone is his first idea. Um, mm-hmm. Nice to see the analytical side of Kelly coming out. I'd like to see Kelly's character grow even more. I was not a big fan of her in the beginning, nor was mm-hmm. pretty much anyone. Nope. Um, good luck to Bert and Riley. I think that they went to, left too soon and could cause a lot more trouble for both the colony and the other tower if they're not careful. At this point, Michael's broken arm story has taken too long to be talked about. Who is talked about? Who is the shit at this point? I'd rather find out 
uh, how he knows Randy and who he is. So basically, I don't care about the arm anymore. I want to know about Randy. Fair um, enough. And uh, I, I want to know more about Randy, too. But at this point, man, I just want to know how the arm was broken. I don't even care anymore. Even though it's just like, it got I stuck in a door. <laughs> it got stuck in a door. And yeah. then I tripped and fell. And it got put into like a meat grinder. And it broke my arm. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Uh, which is why he moves... hasn't told every. Which, well, that wouldn't make any fun. Well, then why wouldn't he tell anyone? Michael's weird. Okay, continue. Michael's totally weird. I mean, he shredded his arm and somehow magically regrew it. That's something that people should probably know about. Yeah. Um, as season four moves forward, I believe the hospital is going to come back into play, as most of us mm-hmm. do, as well as a huge emphasis on the second tower. Not sure how long the colony is going to last. I do believe there are two rats. Glenn is one of them. Ooh. Which. Goes hand in hand with our next one email, which is our last email, and it's from Sean, uh, who has been a guest host on here before. Um, pretty sure he was on with Oren, which was our our uh, blind podcast, or we had our two blind guests on. Um, first thing, uh, I love Bert, crazy old man, straight up badass. He and Vic <laughs> are my two favorite characters. Uh, the point of the email, I don't trust Glenn and Pete. Their arrival was far too similar to Pippin's back at the original tower. I'm not sure why no one really questioned them. I know Vic knew them and kind of vouched for them, but I still think that Scratch worked them over and then set them loose to gather info for her somehow, exactly like Pippin did. Uh, just look at how Glenn was talking to Bird about the 50 cal, where it came from, how many others he had, and considering how tightly locked lift up the colony was when Michael, Vic, Tanya, Kelly, Peggs, and Hope escaped, how they had to take advantage of a huge diversion and still barely escaped. Not to mention how hard it was to just get into the colony for the second time for CJ, Saul, and Vic. I just don't believe that Greg Miller and the old guy could escape. I just don't trust them. <laughs> so I guess, you know, that's a conversation we could rehash that, how did they get out and all that other stuff? Um, I do think that it's within Glenn's personality to be that little nosy kind of guy. Because yeah. he was sort of that way just in general. Although, you know, when we think about it, I don't need to know why Michael's using the radio. I'm just going to walk out the door. But he did sort of, you know, pose the question like, why do you need to do this? Why do you need to do that? I just kind of feel like he's, you know, a busybody. He's, he's an old busybody. He's a good guy, that Glenn. Well, he is a good guy, but, um, <clears throat> you know, I just, I don't, I, I don't necessarily buy into the, I don't know, I, I don't buy the Glenn and Peter involved. I, I can see how people would think that Scratch sends out just all these minions trying to find out information on pegs. Mm. Um, I don't know. I buy Glenn and Pete's story because they were welcomed back with open arms by Gatekeeper. And uh, by Bixby, so I kind of feel like that vouches for the fact that Scratch didn't do that. Rest in pieces, you too. Yeah. (sighs) Well, good. Yeah, I think that's that's really kind of it, other than to say that, you know, like, about the Puck as a wingman. Mm. Um, Knowing the guy that Puck is based off of, I think that's a really cool relationship that both he and Casey have. So, I think that's cool. He's like, I'm watching you. (laughs) <laughs> I, I love that one. I'm watching you. I just, I <laughs> Good shit, man. Totally. Good shit. Well, yeah. So next week, Nick might be out. So if that's uh, the case, you next might... week I next week I should be here. I may be oh. out after that. Okay, fair enough. Never mind. Take it back. So it would be you can like all stop ch- celebrating. Oh. Oh. You uh, suck. Okay, never mind. So it'll probably be Nick and I next week, and hopefully a guest. Hopefully a guest. Hopefully we'll give ourselves enough time to invite a guest. Yes, we will. Yes. And we shall. Yes. So if you would like to get in touch with us, Nick's 
sprout off or sprout off. Sprout off. Okay, here's a bean. Um, sorry, that was the, probably one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my life. <laughs> um, yeah. So where were we? Oh yeah, spout, spouting off about all over the places we can find us. You can find us at www.zombiepodcast.com/forum in the "We're Not Dead" section. Uh, Facebook is "We're Not Dead" podcast. Uh, Twitter is WND Podcast. Brit is now Blonde Nerd, not Brit uh. 5091, which was Brit with stupid numbers for no apparent reason. Yeah. So get her at Blonde Nerd. I am at Nick Voodoo, N-I-K-V-O-O-D-O-O. If you want to talk to Bees, he is at Beesball, I believe. Just yes. Beesball? Okay. Um, and of course, if you, you know, want to follow the show that, like, we talk about it, you know, I guess you can do that, too. That's, we're alive on Twitter, and <laughs> we're alive a zombie podcast or survival or something like that and you can email us at we're not dead podcast at gmail.com <sighs> we're all good we got it we, kind of, we need to just make a recording and like insert that at the end of every podcast you know we should but you know what i think it's more fun to listen to us struggle to try and remember all 16 ways to contact us probably so Maybe. there you are um yeah so thanks for listening guys and we'll talk to you next week and get more active on the forums yo i mean i know they're usually pretty active but get more active yeah so for and- Nick- uh, just nah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. We, we can we can close it out. Okay. I was just gonna say that. Oh no, we can't close it out. You know why? Why? I just freaking remembered. I told everyone I would have an answer as to where the the SWAT van went. Okay, where's the SWAT week. van? SWAT yeah, van's in the seconds. colony. Okay, there you go, Finn. See, that's all we needed. Mauler slave took it. Didn't get far. Got killed. Left SWAT van behind. Got reclaimed. Right. The end. Fair enough. All right. So for Nick, for me, thank you for listening to We're Not Dead. And we'll see you next week, if you're lucky. (laughs) 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 (laughs)